Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Today's passage we're going to consider is 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3, where Paul, writing to Timothy, says, The time will come when they will no longer endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires. Here in Illinois, fall has finally set in. The air is cool, and in one day we've gone from air conditioners to furnaces, so it seems. I absolutely love this time of year. It's my favorite time of the year. And what we do know is that this happens every year. We expect it to happen every year, and we're ready for it. And soon we'll be getting out sweaters and jackets, and before long, winter coats. Change is in the air. It's inevitable. Seasons, they take place all the time. Here in 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul's words speaks of another coming change. It wasn't the weather, but it certainly was the temperature. The temperature of a congregation was changing. Paul says the time will come. It speaks of a shift of thinking and a change in the temperature. What was changing was the heart, the faith, and the dedication of a congregation. They were no longer putting up with sound doctrine. They had enough. They were making changes, and they were going to find someone who would preach what they wanted to hear. There's several things that I think that we could glean from this particular passage. I'd like to share those with you today. First and foremost, there was a time when they did endure sound doctrine. The expression, again, that Paul uses, the time will come, indicates a change. It's not that they never believed this, nor were they this way all along. No, there was a time when all was well. Timothy is at Ephesus when Paul writes these words. Read Ephesians and read what it says about them also in Revelation chapter 2. There was a time when they seemed to be clicking on all cylinders. They hadn't lost their first love. Secondly, though, something changed. We are not told how or what, but they no longer tolerated sound doctrine. Was there a discipline problem among them? Maybe a moral issue within one of their families? I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. But not only would they not tolerate sound doctrine, they would not tolerate those who taught sound doctrine. And in this specific setting, that meant Timothy. The days were coming when Timothy would be on the outs. He would be replaced. He would no longer be wanted, accepted, or used by the congregation at Ephesus. Thirdly, the change in the heart of the congregation is what is so important to catch and to identify. The change from enduring to no longer enduring doesn't happen with just one sermon. It doesn't take place overnight. No, instead, what we find is things brew for a little while. People put up with things that they don't like for a little while. Change is hard. Changing preachers is hard. But there comes a breaking point, and then the floodwaters flow, and immediately it becomes evident that they were holding all of this in for a long time. Now that it gets out and in the open, there's nothing holding it back. Private feelings become proclaimed publicly. Others jump on the bandwagon. And those that could go either way, well, they go the way of the majority. And before Timothy's eyes is a different congregation than what he knew before. They don't want to commit. They don't want to be faithful. They don't want to devote themselves to Christ. 
too much doctrine, too much expectations. They want a softer, kinder type of religion that doesn't offend them and is easier to follow. What is essential is that elders and preachers today recognize this change before it gets to the point of no return. Listen to what people are saying. Pay attention to what folks are reading. Notice what they are liking on Facebook, what they're posting on Facebook. Timothy didn't have any of these things. He didn't have religious bookstores that sold every flavor of every idea of religion. He didn't have a social media account or accounts as we do. It is too easy to assume that everyone is following along just fine. Changes were coming for Timothy. Paul was warning him, and Paul had warned the elders of this same congregation. Changes were coming from among them. Fourthly, it is also interesting that the changed congregation did not quit completely. One would think that they were finished with the sound doctrine and that they perhaps would just walk away from the Lord and the gospel and just go back to the world. But they weren't doing that. They remained as a congregation. They just simply wanted things their way. They were interested in a different choice, another brand, something less of a doctrine and more of a pleasing to the ear. That begs the question, what tickles our ears? Hearing our names in a positive way does. Hearing that we are amazing, hearing that we're doing a great job. Laughter tickles our ears. Funny stories tickles our ears. Cute stories that warm the heart tickles our ears. Hearing that everyone lives happily ever after tickles our ears. Hearing that we don't have to change a thing, just keep doing what you're doing tickles our ears. Paul had told this congregation in his letter of Ephesians to lay aside falsehood. They were not to sin when angry. No more unwholesome words. They were to forgive others. They were to walk away from the old self. And so it came down to sound doctrine. Either you change yourself or you change the message. And they changed the message. Fifth, Paul's solution to this coming storm was to preach the word. In season and out of season simply means when they want to hear it and when they don't want to hear it. Hardships would come. They won't like this. Timothy was told to endure even when the congregation no longer endured. Timothy wasn't to make the adjustments. He wasn't to turn down the dial on sound doctrine. He wasn't to give them a break from the form of teaching. Paul says, preach on and keep preaching. That's Paul's words. And so the situation Timothy faced is certainly repeated in our days. People that started off with the Lord change. They no longer accept what first brought them to the Lord. They don't want to go entirely back to the world, and so they find someone who will tickle their ears. Good preachers are let go and replaced with those who have no backbone, no conviction, and no heart. They know who butters their bread, and they can preach any way that the money flows. And, and those kinds of preachers are a dime a dozen. They love to be loved, and they love to have their ears tickled too. And as they and the congregation have a great time together, the faith of these people become more shallow and weaker. In time, any little storm will blow them over. In time, their watered-down faith will be of no use to them and of little help to them. In time, this too will be a waste of time. How does a congregation change like this? Well, it happens one by one. No one notices, no one tries to stop it, and it spreads like mold on a wall. Once it's noticed, 
it's almost too late because it has spread so far and so deep within the people. And so we must hold the mirror up to ourselves, God's mirror. Do we still endure sound doctrine? Do we yearn for sound doctrine? Even when it knocks the shine off of our shoes, even when it means that we must change, even when our toes are stepped upon, even when it calls upon us to do things that are uncomfortable to us, such as forgiving others. The church changed because the people changed. That's where it always begins. Once again, I want to thank you for listening, pursuing the pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek him and obey him in all things. Until next time, God bless.